Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. All week long, Mary Alice and I are sharing with you things that we've mined out of our daily devotions. And for the last two days and with today as well, I'm going to be sharing with you what I picked up on when Mary Alice read Exodus 32 to me a few weeks ago. Uh, for those of you who like to study your Bible, I would encourage you to read this entire chapter because it's the story of the golden calf. And as I shared with you on Monday, um, it, it was really a painful thing because God had been so good helping the Israelites out of Egypt in, in the first part of their trek uh, toward the promised land. But Moses had been called up on the mountain to get the instructions from God. And he'd been there for a long time. And the people got, uh, they got frustrated because Moses didn't come down from the mountain. They got tired of waiting. And so they went really off, off the script. And they asked Aaron to make a golden calf for them. And they actually bowed down and worshiped the calf and gave that golden calf credit for bringing them out of Egypt. And then it actually became an orgy. And it, most of the chapter is telling the story. And um, one of the great lessons that I pulled out of this, and it's, it's really worth reading uh, when you look at this whole chapter. Uh, one of the lessons that I pulled out of it is that Moses intercedes for the people. God is very angry with the people. And at one point, he tells Moses, just get out of the way. I'm going to destroy them all, and I'm going to start all over with you. And Moses, from that moment on, begins to pray to God for the people because they have committed a great sin. I, the reason why I want to talk about that today is that you and I, as Christ followers in the age of grace, in the church age, We've also been commanded to intercede for people who are in trouble. And uh, I want to just look at Moses' language here with, with the people first and then with God. So I'm in Exodus chapter 32 in the 30th verse. Uh, the next day, Moses said to the people, this is after Moses has come down and confronted them and told them how much trouble they're in. You have committed a terrible sin, but I will go back up to the Lord on the mountain. Perhaps I will be able to obtain forgiveness for your sin. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, what a terrible sin these people have committed. They have made gods of gold for themselves. But now, if you will only forgive their sin. And ever since I've been a little kid and read this, this has got to be one of the most striking lines in the Bible. Moses said, but if not, erase my name from the record you have written. Wow, what an intercessor. Moses hasn't done anything wrong, at least at this moment. The people have corrupted themselves and God has just said to Moses, get out of the way and I'm gonna start all over with you. Now, between you and me, I don't think God intended that. I think this is an opportunity for God to demonstrate to us the importance of intercession because he has designated Moses to be the leader and the intercessor for these people. So Moses prays and ultimately God forgives the sin of the people. Let's talk about that for you and me today. My guess is that we know somebody who's in sin. We know somebody who's doing something very wrong. Could be someone very close to us. Could be a member of our family. It could be someone uh, whom we love, who's a close friend. It could be someone that we work with. But all of us know people who, like the people of Israel, have gotten either away from God or never known God, and they've fallen into deep sin. Well, obviously, we can't change their behavior, but here's what we can do. We can go to God and pray for them. 
I've been talking about spiritual warfare in our series, Worlds of Warfare 2. And if you've been in our services, you know that time after time, I've, I've given you the brackets of spiritual warfare. The front bracket is we never fight against people. And the back bracket is the weapons of our warfare are not human weapons, but they're mighty. Well, what are the spiritual weapons that we have to deal with? Well, truth, of course, is one of the weapons, but I, I really believe that perhaps one of the most underutilized weapons of, of the spiritual arsenal is prayer. Because when we pray, we get what God can do. You know, one of the great mistakes I've made with people I love who were doing the wrong thing, one of the mistakes I've made is to try to change them. And what I've discovered is it's very hard to change people who are set in their ways of doing something wrong. But when we intercede, when we pray, we get what God can do. You know, of course, that for the last three days, including today, we've been in Exodus 32, which is the Old Testament, goes back to the people of Israel. But I want to read a verse to you, a couple of verses that come from the New Testament that are written directly to us. In James chapter 5, verse 19, the Bible says, My brothers and sisters, if anyone wanders away from the truth, and I love this line, and someone helps that person come back, remember this. Anyone who brings a sinner back from the wrong way will save that person from eternal death and cause many sins to be forgiven. I love reading about Moses because he so interceded with God for the sins of the people that he said, God, if you won't forgive them, then blot me out. I think about Jesus when I think about that because he is the one who went to the cross to pay for our sins. But may God give us that spirit today Maybe not to go to the extreme point that Moses went to, but may God give us that spirit to look at people who are, are doing things that are very wrong and go to God and pray and intercede for them. Who knows how God might answer that prayer today? Well, for the last three days, I've been sharing with you lessons that I just pulled out of uh, Exodus 32 when Mary Alice was reading, Mary Alice will be back to share some things that she's pulled out of this last few weeks of devotional uh, time that we spent together. But right now, I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for those that we love who are a long ways away from God today. Let's intercede for them. Father God, thank you for your love for us and that you, well, Lord, you intercede for us. The book of Romans tells us that you stand there to intercede with the Father. So, Lord God, thank you for listening to Jesus on our behalf. Jesus, thank you for interceding for us. Holy Spirit, thank you for taking our prayer to the throne of God. And now, Lord, I pray that you would help us to remember to intercede for those who are in trouble, those who are wandering away from the truth. And I pray that even now, Lord, if there's not someone who immediately comes to mind, that you'll bring someone to mind that we can intercede for them and help us to know that you love it when we do that, just like you loved it when Moses did it. And we ask for grace and help today in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Noah's Window. Mary Alice will be back tomorrow. And we pray and hope that you have a wonderful day.